You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Greetings and welcome to Shared Sagas. This is going to be our special one-shot of Aberrant 2nd Edition by Onyx Path Publishing. My name is Tom, I will be running the game as per usual. Let's go around and do a quick roll call of whom we have today. Hi, I'm Sam, I play Michael Stanley, also known as Bloodhound. Hi, I'm Mark, I'm playing Sasha Moya, aka Murdoch. Hi, I'm Nick, I'm playing Amale Williams, who is Silhouette, a tech genius. Hi, I'm Nadia, I'm playing Polestar. Polestar uh, does not reveal their birth name. Polestar. Polestar. I thought I misheard you. I don't really know why they're called that. Yeah, it doesn't I, seem that, that, to no relevance whatsoever. No, it's good for fitness. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. And just no for, relevance whatsoever. Actually, to be fair, silhouette doesn't have. I'm a tech genius. So, um. Listen, listen. This is a world where humanity has erupted into superpowers, and a lot of the cool the names. Are, to listen, a lot of the cool oh, names take, are taken. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Listen, I, I get it. So I they get just it. get to pick their own. Name. Yeah, that, that is also the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Silhouette. I know that, like, ten years in the future, it's going to be like a combination of like asterisks and, and underscores and numbers and it's you, you know, back in, back in like the MSN Messenger days. <laughs> I'm new underscore corner twenty-two. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I can change my superhero name to whatever rotating uh, list of. Lincoln Park lyrics. Oh my god. Wow. Okay, so. And you. Hi, I'm Ben. (laughs) After all that. It's okay, you don't matter. (laughs) Hey Ben, you matter to me. Aw. I'm Ben, I'm playing Henry Douglas, who also goes by the name of Alphatron and... He actually has a reason for why he's called Alpha Trump. Oh my god. Oh, he's it's, the um, robot in he is Power a, Rangers. He is a fan of Transformers and one of the things that came from Cybertron. Yeah, right. Wow. Um, okay. Like, cool. Right there. Oh, sh- At least I like that. Cool, though. You know, <laughs> no, no, no. Right. I like it because cool. it informs about his character. Yeah. You know, like Transformers so, were never cool. So, as you may have picked up, if you're not familiar with this game and setting, <laughs> Aberrant is a superhero game. Originally, it came out in the '90s, produced by White Wolf, and it was very, it was very much as you would expect a '90s White Wolf superhero game to be. It was very grimdark. It was very Iron Age full of racial stereotyping uh, or probably I'm not actually that familiar with the first edition but I, I do know I had that reputation basically the tagline was what if X-Men occurred in the world of the Watchmen so it was very deconstructionist uh, it was very okay. sort of grim and, sure grim and gritty in this new edition they still go with a lot of kind of slightly gritty superhero sort of realism it's sort of a sci-fi thing but the tone is much more positive and much more bright it's basically the biggest comparison I could make is the MCU for probably Hmm. obvious reasons right that's what a lot of people are familiar with and so that's kind of what the tone is but kind of like Teen Titans cartoon 
Yeah, exactly right. Actually, yeah, I mean, Teen, Teen Titans, or sorry, Titans, the TV show, is actually probably a bit more grimdark oh, than... I was thinking mm-hmm. Teen Titans, the animated... Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, think like, yeah, the MCU, Young Which Justice. Like the really Cartoon Network one, mm. or the, like... The Cartoon Network one. That's pretty cut, isn't it? So, yeah, MCU, yeah. not the boys? Not the, yeah, so... You're at least scribbling. First edition was oh, much more, you know, Invincible, yeah. the boys, etc. This is my... Listen, right. Stars as well, by the way. Yeah, listen. The fact is, you can you can choose the tone of your individual game, but nah. you know, just the de- you got it, the default is is much more like that. Mm. So to give you the to give you the now we are going to be running through the jumpstart for Trinity Continuum Aberrant. It is available on Drive Through RPG, and it's really cool. Uh, it gives like a broad introduction to the game. Comes with the pregens. Obviously, we will be using those and running through the Jumpstart Adventure, which is just simply called Adventures of Team Tomorrow. To, to give you an idea of the of the background of the setting, I'm just going to go through bullet points. We can detail other things as they come up, but all you need to know is that on March 23rd in 2018, end day the day the world changed forever. Following the tragic explosion of the orbital space station Galatea, people around the world began displaying superhuman abilities as an unexplained, sorry, of an unexplained nature. Starting with New York City, firefighter Randall Portman, later known as The Fireman, in the days and weeks following, dozens more people manifested powers leading to a worldwide state of emergency, the world would never be the same again as the miraculous and the extraordinary became the order of the day. It is now 10 years later, so it is now 2028. The world is now a very different place, but perhaps not as changed as some hoped or feared. Some 2,000 people worldwide have erupted into what is believed to be the new evolutionary subspecies of humanity, Homo sapiens novus, commonly known as novas, and less flatteringly as aberrants. So that's the derogatory term. Mm. Their presence and powers have changed the world and may offer hope for a better future or a looming threat greater than any humanity has ever faced, or both. For the most part, Novas use their powers for the good of humanity, cleaning up crime, stopping natural disasters, inventing new technology and creating wonders. However, some worry that Novas are too powerful, with many causing rather than preventing disasters. Others fear what they do not understand and hate them for that. Novas are everywhere and their powers cannot be ignored, meaning that generally being an Nova comes with recognition to the point of fame and sometimes infamy. So it's very, very X-Men in the sense that you are all this kind of, you know, next stage of humanity. Nobody gets their powers from anything random, like a radioactive spider bite or whatnot. It, it's a, what do you call it? Your your power, sir, power source is kind of universal. So now your characters are Team Tomorrow, which is the sort of the students of Team Tomorrow. So basically the equivalent of the Avengers or the Justice League is called Team Tomorrow. Uh, and they work, they are the main superhero team that works for this, this global organization called Project Utopia. And Project Utopia basically just seeks to use Novas and their abilities and such to better the world. You know, they are, they are very, very international. So you, exactly as the name implies, you are the academy students, you have the team that is produced by the Teen Tomorrow, you know, academy to produce the next generation of superheroes. What I like about this setting is that there is, they largely ignore the status quo is king trope, that if you're familiar with that TV trope, where like, 
superheroes have been around for 10 years, but the world is pretty much the same. Actually, kind of like the MCU, right? Where, like, literally aliens invaded New York and tore it apart. But, you know, generally speaking, the world at large kind of, you know, yeah. isn't change. You know, Tony Stark hasn't cured cancer. I mean, they make reference to, like, him trying to... I've heard that one is Why is Reed Richards so lazy? Yeah. Is, is yeah. the other name I've heard oh, for this, which is yeah. just, like... There's that great... I can't remember where it's from, but it's, like, um, there's a dude who's, like, turning people into dinosaurs, and he's, like, yeah. turning up to wear jeans, yeah. and he's, like, yeah, yeah. and Spider-Man's, like, with these abilities, you can cure cancer, and he's, like, but I don't I want to cure cancer. cancer. <laughs> I, want to I want to turn people into dinosaurs. <laughs> exactly. Oh, who is that? It's Sorry. Spider-Man with Sarah. It re- it re- it's, it's really it's, famous yeah. for me. It, it reads like a... Like one of the Ryan North comics, like oh, when he was yeah. on Squirrel Girl and stuff. To be fair, I knew about Sauron from Spider-Man, and then I started reading Lord of the Rings, and I was actually genuinely confused. Because um, I thought that was the same Sauron. Because, you know, this is spelled the same, he's a villain, and I just pictured Sauron as the dinosaur from Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that really changes Lord of the Rings. It really changes the tone of Lord of the Rings. But you never see Sauron, he's just a dinosaur. I thought he was the dinosaur man, the pterodon man, for the whole thing. <laughs> Cool. Um, so, I mean, look, just as an example, uh, there is lots of new technologies and things like that. So, I mean, world hunger is close to being solved. Cancer is largely solved uh, and largely cured. Um, and a really, really good example is actually where we're going to begin our tale today. Because Team Tomorrow Central, like the central headquarters of, uh, of Team Tomorrow, is actually located in the capital of Ethiopia, which is Addis Ababa. Addis Addis Ababa. Addis Ababa. Thank you. (laughs) So in Addis Ababa is where uh, Team Tomorrow is located. And this is where you currently live. Even though you are very global and come from all over the world, that is where you train. That is where your academy is. And Ethiopia in general has actually been largely, for want of a better word, terraformed. Like they have effectively uh, solved the... Climate issues. The climate climate issues. Um, It it basically turned a lot of the desert regions into... The Sahal region. Into lush and verdant state and and so this is like one step of effectively bringing about uh, prosperity largely to Africa Um, you know obviously on behalf of the UN and Project Utopia combined it's all this great big effort and this is kind of where ominous naming because Utopia the whole point of Utopia is it can never be (laughs) it's a really poor choice for a name for a project (laughs) it's aspirational Listen, there's marketing, there's marketing people. Except, it tested highly. Yeah. It tested, it tested highly with the folks. Most people don't know that. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the... The other thing, the other thing, speaking of which, the, the other thing that this setting does really well uh, with regards to the, you know, the, the logical effects or superhero realism is the social media and such effect of superheroes being around is very much the case. You know, like many, many Novas are, are incredibly wealthy and such just literally from having Instagram accounts and stuff like that. Like it's very, very... Only fans. They, 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 yeah. And only fans and YouTube subscribers and everything else, right? It's all very, very uh, sort of logical effect on society, I guess, is kind of one of the main things that I like about this setting very much. So, you begin in Addis Ababa, and you have been training for some time. Let us actually go around, now I know we've introduced your character's names, but because we're about to start in the thick of the action, if you could just give us a description of your character, a little bit about their background, and you know, what their powers are, and, and what their personality's like, and stuff like that. So, because we terribly ignored Ben last time, <laughs> let's let's begin with Ben and go counterclockwise. So my character. <laughs> wow. For the recording, that wasn't actually Ben. <laughs> Twas Mark. <laughs> Twas I. A Mary Jane. Please continue. Oh Ben. Oh my god. 
Alright, so uh, Alphatron, he's male and powerfully built, uh, short back and sides, a military haircut that's been allowed to grow a little bit longer than is uh, regulation. He presents himself as very confident, very affable, mm-hmm. uh, has no problems um, providing leadership and um, taking charge, but is always a bit nervous about his own strength. Mm. And so he lives in a world of cardboard. Oh, good. I know that feeling. You know that feeling. Yeah, I work at a primary school in Prepper. Oh. I live in a world of cardboard. You know Every what? time I move, I destroy something, and the chairs are one foot tall. Every time I sit in one. I retract my snarky comment. That is very apt. But, but please continue, Ben. Is there anything else that you wanted to know other than that? Uh, powers. Powers. I mean, strength. Oh, strength, strength obviously. Your strength is absolutely you're a, it. You're, you're a tank. You're a brick, basically. Yes, indeed. Yeah, cool. So, yes. Big on the strength. Punch things. Great. Are you also durable? Uh, That's a reasonable question. Because super strength doesn't necessarily mean. Yep. Uh, So let's see. Taking a look. Unfortunately, Uh, a lot of Novas erupt without required secondary powers, leading to terrible things like, you know, kids manifesting or teenagers manifesting superhuman speed whilst sprinting and then running into a crowd, killing dozens. You know, it's a. Mm. Unfortunately, not. Breaking every bone in their body or whatever. Exactly right. Or both. So, or, or, you know, a pyrokinetics being... Uh, not immune a, to a, fire. Not, not immune to fire. So you know what, Nick? He doesn't. Right. So that is... So you can lift things, but... Uh, you can lift things and crush things really well. I can throw things really well as well. But you're not super durable. You, I'm not super durable. So less of a tank, more of a literal... Well, you a have figurative fi- glass cannon. You have some armor, though, and you are, yes. you are just generally pretty pretty tough, though. Oh, so, God, yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah. Uh, So I am playing Polestar. Again, they refuse to reveal their birth name. Um, but they grew up in China's Guangdong province in Shenzhen in a family of entrepreneurs. They are non-binary and the way that they style themselves can change from day to day. They can be quite androgynous, I would say probably most of the time in their dress, but sometimes they dress more femme or more mask depending on the situation and what they feel like as well. They're 17. They are a bit of a loner in terms of the way that they interact with people. They can be a little bit awkward or mostly just not as socially motivated as other people. Mm -hmm. Their powers are kind of stealth abilities. So they have phasing, so they have the ability to walk through walls or change to a different state of matter. Cool. They have a quantum attack, um, which seems to be some kind of spray attack. I'm not too sure what it would be. Possibly darkness or something like that. It's actually up to you. You can flavor that however you want. I'll say it's like a void power. Cool. I like it. And... Uh, I can also create an area of darkness and silence as well. Mm-hmm. So kind of like, it kind of reminds me of Cloak and Dagger. Oh, oh yeah. Kind, yeah. Kind of some of Cloak's powers. Actually, flavor-wise for description, it sounds like a lot of Polestar's abilities could be almost described as kind of almost shadow powers, right? If you go intangible, you might sort of become like a living shadow. Emo Kitty Pride. Basic. I mean, honestly, kind of, maybe. Who knows? It's up to you. I mean, kind of look like Kitty Pride too, yeah. with the outfit colors <laughs> yeah. that they've got. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's funny. They have. So, I guess for the recording, who doesn't, and for those that don't have the artwork in front of them, uh, first of all, the artwork in this is really, really cool. Um, but all the uniforms of Team Tomorrow are very much like the original X Men. Like they're all they're all that kind of uh, indigo, yellow, <laughs> yellow, yellow, and uh, dark blue sort of more or less uniform outfits. Like that, it's it's very much a uniform form style. So if you've seen X-Men First Class in the climactic scene, or you're just familiar with the old school 60s X-Men outfits, it's not too dissimilar to that. What I kind of like about this, uh, and I thought was interesting, is that when you see 
adult superhero teams. They've all got their own individual outfits. Uh, But I like this idea that you create a teen team and you just like what you do with kids in school to ensure conformity or hope to, (laughs) you will put them in the same outfit so that they're all on the same level. Yeah, because team tomorrow, your your mentors, they all have their own unique different outfits and such. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, And the outfits, by the way, are all very, you know, practical. It's very MCU where it's, you know, kind of spandex, but the the spandex is all very kind of, you know, a little bit sort of Kevlar-y and got a bit of armor built into it. Armor plating. Just that sort of, somewhere between the MCU Kevlar armor and extreme sportswear. It's just a a little bit more practical. It's not quite full color. Active wear. Yeah. Uh, Nick? Um, Yes, Amale is South African. She is a genius, but that may or may not be her superpower. So she can fiddle around with quantum fields as well and also go invisible. But she is mostly foremost a tech genius. And they're not sure whether that's a power or not. It's, It's more of your... It's more of your thing. Yeah, yeah, sort of, yeah. Sort of like, sort of like Tony Stark, I guess. You know. Yes. You, well, it sort of says here that there are. You, you, you could certainly imagine as she, yeah, you know, if we were playing a campaign of this, and as you leveled up, so to speak, and became more experienced and like got more powers and more grew into adulthood, you could p- potentially become sort of much more of an Iron Man type yeah. and kind of you know. Because what what I like is that there's three kinds of super tech, but like the highest level of super tech that Novas make only works for them. So that does get around the whole, why doesn't Tony Stark just make an Iron Man suit for Captain America and Mm -hmm. Hawkeye, which doesn't make a lot of sense. But, you know, in this one, it It does. The more powerful super tech only works for the Nova that created it. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's one step below that where only a Nova can create it but they can give it to everyone to use, you know? So you could have like yeah. a Dr. Octopus making vultures wings or whatever, mm. but like only the people they designate. Something, something I thought was pretty cool. So that's, that's pretty sweet. And Mark? Murdoch uh, is a German woman. She's 18 years old. Sort of coming into her own, a little bit shy. Just like, not necessarily shy, but she's quiet. She has illusion powers. Uh, she has, well, it's called quantum anima, which um, she can move items. Yeah. Uh, quantum anima. Yeah. <laughs> quantum anima. <laughs> uh, she also has some sort of sensory powers. So she has, uh, she can detect the use of quantum energy up to a long range in the distance. And she has uh, limited foresight. Cool. Very, very limited foresight. Yeah, so she's largely an illusionist with some extra stuff thrown around. I think I mentioned she's from Wurzburg in Germany. Which I will probably mangle uh, by impersonating my friend's mother's uh, Czech accent. Great. <laughs> Apologies. Oh, in no. no. I hope she's not a listener. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sam, please continue. Bloodhound is, well, English. I, I think the term is latchkey kid. Okay. So his mother passed away when... Oh, God. It's, it's, the, it's, it's, it's the rogue background, the stereotypical rogue background all the way down. Oh, right. It is like, you know, mother passed away when he was 12 and... Dad wasn't around because he was working, trying to pay the bills, so he was on the streets. <laughs> Good. And so, um, so for like the longest, he still does actually. He considers himself a, a bit of a detective and hanging out at bars, running with the wrong people. All this at seventeen, by the way. I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I guess would you call it going Nova? <laughs> You erupt. Erupt, that's yeah. it. So basically, he when he erupted, that sounds so weird. Going yeah. nervous it's, sounds better. Every time I've said erupted, I've just been like stuffing my fist into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so what he, what he did, right? Well, 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 listen, yeah. it, it makes sense because of the fact that, you know, with the quantum energy building inside yeah, you, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. certain Novas, once they reach a... So 
basically as you use your powers and you, and you become more and more and you become more and more affected by the quantum energies within you yeah. you can eventually reach a maximum status of transcendence which can cause some nervous to basically become gods and disappear right. like like Dr. Manhattan style or in some cases you can just explode so or in, in at least one case you can manifest a projection of a dog <laughs> a bloodhound. Exactly right. If you will. <laughs> so that's the best thing about bloodhound is that you have a, you have a papa. I have a papa. Yes, yes, yes. Who is my best friend? A green glowing energy papa that you can summon and that does yes. most of your fighting for you. I think. because so, uh, you're not really great at yeah, fighting, but your papa's not. Yeah. He's I not too so. bad. He's not. I I think so. Anyway. That's cool. Um, but yeah. So at at the moment, yeah, he's he's with the team, but he's kind of a loner because. He's incredibly intelligent, but at the low, low price of being socially awkward <laughs> to probably, you know, someone is like, oh, what, what equation are you working on? Oh, you, you wouldn't understand. Or explain it at length and then to find, and then to turn around and find out that the person that asked the question has already left. Nice. So, but I have a papa you, who's you do my have, best friend. You do have I a papa. I don't need any other friends. That's great. All right, and so you're a really cool team. I like you very much. Let's get into the action. So as mentioned, uh, Team Tomorrow Central is located in Addis Ababa. And you as Team Tomorrow have been given, you know, a few, your, your team has existed for about a year okay and so you're all very well known people love you you track well on social media and such your your um, popularity is high uh, and mostly what you've been doing is dealing with you know crime the occasional natural disaster they've mostly kept you a little bit sheltered though they are concerned for your safety as you would hope and team tomorrow have not really sent you out into the field too much but today you are going to be dealing with one of the most overtly dangerous things that you've been called upon to do and that is going to be dealing with the emerald eyes gang now the emerald eyes gang is an international drug cartel that basically traffics in various drugs that are basically that have sort of nova effects so think of it like a collection of drugs that have got some of the super science stuff that comes with the age that you live in. Uh, they have the pretty much the monopoly on that. They are all over the world and they've got various outposts and they could they could make a big campaign level threat, ultimately getting to the heart of them and dealing them dealing with them, etc. But one of the main outposts, one of the main sections of the gang is located in Addis Ababa. And this is where you are going to be sent out and confronting them. Now, very exciting for you, you are being led in this expedition. Your handler for this mission is none other than Cestus Pax himself. And Cestus Pax is, some would say, the most famous and powerful Nova in the world. He's the equivalent of Superman. Uh, he is bald and he is played by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay. And so he is actually, unlike what you would expect a superhero played by Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he's actually kind of quiet. He's sort of a quiet, humble, softly spoken fellow. Much more like the, I guess, the more sort of somber versions of Superman. And you actually have not had much interaction with him at all. Like he's, you know, there was a great big meet and greet on social media when you first joined the team. You know, shook your hand, gave you the uh, the keys to the team tomorrow, the training studio and all that kind of thing. But uh, you really actually haven't had much interaction with him at all. But because of the fact that the rest of Team Tomorrow are currently out and about around the world 
uh, dealing with some other pretty dire threats right now. You've been called in pretty last minute and he has been called in to basically be your escort. The person that you normally deal with, your, your actual teacher, your main trainer is Electrum. Uh, but Electrum is gonna be staying back at headquarters right now. They're working on some ex um, some scientific stuff. While this is certainly the most dangerous thing that you've done, uh, the Emerald Eyes gang for the most part, as far as you're aware, are all are all normal. They're all baseline, they're all human. So, you know, <laughs> they're, still, they're still armed people and not all of your bulletproof. So it's definitely something that still requires your attention, your focus. But Cestus Pax is basically just there as backup and he's there to be effectively your trainer in the field. So it's all very exciting. So you get in your jet. It is very much a futuristic jet. It is like the Blackbird, like the, like the Quinjet. It is your superhero jet. Uh, now, of course, Cestus Pax can fly, but he is going to be driving you because not all of you can, etc. So I should point out that Addis Ababa in this setting, because of the fact that it has been given so much aid by Project Utopia, it is unrecognizable from today. It is, uh, the population has swelled because a lot of refugees and such have come in from nearby wars that have occurred in the last decade. Uh, it is a prosperous city that now actually kind of has a slightly futuristic Wakanda vibe. Uh, there's lots of, you know, very, very space age building design and things like that. It's very much has become one of those kind of near future cities that you see in comic books and such like that. So, but there are still rough areas of town, of course, and that is where you are going to be going. So as we open our scene today, we see your sleek jet. Now your jet is actually colored with the Team Tomorrow colors. So it's silver and it's got some gold you know, lining and trimming on it. You know, so it's not sort of sleek and stealth like the X-Men, uh, the X-Wing is, but it, you know, comes down to a nice, you know, a nice soft landing, you know, and dust sprays everywhere. And already you can hear the sounds of machine gun fire in the street as the, the gangplank to the jet pops open. You all file out and you strike your superhero poses and Cessus Pax is just kind of like behind you, you know, big, big, big fellow arms crossed. His suit is a resplendent gold and blue number. It is very, very skin tight. He is, almost invincible so he's very very much like he doesn't need armor so his suit is really the closest thing to just good old-fashioned uh, spandexes that you can that you can imagine and once again it's just kind of a uh, sort of a sky blue and gold uh, combo uh, but yeah so he just kind of sits there and you know just gives that really sort of charming you know Dwayne the Rock Johnson smile and just kind of looks around at the scene and says okay let's keep it tight non-lethal in case we have to and uh, let's try to wrap this up in good time okay I believe in you, he says, putting his hands on his hips in like a really, really classical sort of superhero phrase. Let's do this. Like claps his hands, like, okay, let's see some, okay, let's see some good hustle. Okay, so, which, and like he's being a little bit cavalier because like literally you can already see like there's, there's actually this is not a joke, like there's four or five corpses in the street already. Is because what's happened is the Emerald Eyes gang have just been attacked by like some smaller gang. They didn't really know what they were getting into because they were keeping their headquarters really secret. Now they've burst out, and you can see that there is over a dozen. Emerald Eyes. A lot of the Emerald Eyes game are very international, so they're not just native uh, Ethiopian. You know for a fact that they've got some uh, British and also some German mercenaries that originally worked with them to helping to help with their distribution in other places as well. All of them have got effectively, you know, army like sort of paramilitary outfits. They're all very heavily armed for you know just just regular drug traffickers. They they're all equipped with at the very least machine guns, you know, sort of submachine guns. They don't quite have the you know the Batman villain 
non-uniformed silly outfits, mm. but like they do have a very distinct <laughs> green, as you would anyway, being sort of paramilitary camo suits. They, they, they all do have like a green ensemble to their... Especially to wearing like green eyeshadow. <laughs> <laughs> and so we are going to be actually begin today by rolling initiative because you are already in battle. Uh, I have a thing that relates to initiative. Uh, I have mega cunning, which means I have speed scale three when rolling initiative. Uh, mega what, cutting. What, what, <laughs> what that means? Really good question. So just to give you an idea of how this system works, because we should probably go into that for those for those that weren't here for the uh, the Trinity one shot that we ran, and obviously for new listeners who listen to actual plays to learn the rules, which I, I certainly do. So this is a D10 dice pool system. I know, shocking from a game originally written by White Wolf. Mm. But you are going to roll a number of D10s equal to your skill and your attribute. Now, the interesting thing about this system is that it is, it is very much a skill plus attribute system. So the skills that you're using will always be pretty objective and decided by me but the attributes that you use are largely up to yourself so think of it kind of like fate accelerated approaches or you know the elements in the new legend of the five rings that we played basically you if you can justify it how you use a particular attribute for a particular skill you can do that as i've said all that the one difference here is initiative which is very much a set number but that's okay we'll we'll go into it now because you are super powerful unlike trinity talents which you played last time successes are a set or above for you and tens explode meaning that you roll them again and okay. obviously if you get more successes you get more successes ones don't matter unless you get no successes but then a one yeah. and that's pretty much all there is to know oh you've got momentum Okay, so momentum is a resource that you share as a group. I've got them there. So momentum you gain by failing. So if you fail, you get momentum. If you fail and you have a specialty in that particular skill, then you get two momentum. And I will award, it's not strictly rules as written, but I like to reward momentum for, you know, various role-playing things as well uh, as applicable. But let's, we'll, we'll get into that when we get started. And edges so, means we just add more dice equal to the number of edges. Enhancement, yes. Yeah, so just a, as a roundabout way of answering your question, Mark, enhancement yes. is bonus successes that you add to the roll, meaning you need to get at least one material success and enhancement doesn't add dice to your pool. Oh, it just, just adds. It just adds bonus successes. Okay. If you, okay. So for, yeah, so like, for example, just a real basic example, if I get three successes and I have three enhancement, that's actually six successes. If I get two enha- two successes and I have three enhancement, that's actually five successes. Well, if anyway, I get, anyway, slow, slow down. <laughs> slow down, I guess. If I get zero successes, it's still zero successes because you still need to get at least one on the dice for it to count. So speed scales like enhancements. Exactly. Exactly right. Mm -hmm. But for initiative. So basically, you have three enhancements for your initiative. You're very fast. Okay. Uh, Now, your initiative, I think, actually may be something that's not on the character sheet. Uh, I put it under specialties. All right, so here it is. All right, each player rolls the lower of athletics plus cunning or empathy plus dexterity. Okay, so work out for you what's lower between empathy plus dexterity or athletics plus cunning. Whatever the lowest combo is for you. And so we count successes? You do. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. When Tom was talking about the costumes, I was like, just in my head, I'm just like, fundamental part of my childhood. I understand. So, has everyone rolled initiative? Yes, sir. Yes. Fantastic. Sam? So I need to ask, is it is it how many successes you get? Yes. Yes. Okay, then one. Mark? Four. Wow. 
I had one success. But you I have three enhancements. Ah, oh, yeah. Nick. One. What's no, yeah. One. Ben. None. None. Okay. <gasps> Good work, Ben. Thanks. Trip on the, <laughs> Tri- trip on the plank. <laughs> See, this is why we bully you. <laughs> <laughs> Tri- trip's coming down. Yeah, trip's coming down the gang plank. <laughs> We're all oh, like that, that set by posing, and he's just. Ah! I, just I don't know what it is. You're, just, you're so fucked to believe. I love this. Okay, so, so much. just to give you an idea of how initiative works once rolled, it's similar to Star Wars, which we've played, whereby it's slots. So there's player slots, and then there are enemy slots. Now there are three groups of enemies. There is essentially the two groups, like think of like minion groups of the baselines, and then there is the gang leader. Uh, now the gang leader is special and she is a very, very large broad-shouldered woman and you can tell that she's the gang leader because she has got a really, really cool emerald green combat mask on, similar to... Flag Smashers? Uh, so yeah, similar to Flag Smashers nice. mask, which is all, which is all, but, but it's all dyed like emerald green and her enormous arms are uncovered. You know, she's got, she's got, got a sleeveless Kevlar vest on. So she's got, you know, giving you two tickets to the gun show. <laughs> Damn. She's got a, a gigantic <laughs> M60 firearm and she's barking out orders. It looks like the Emerald Eyes gang is now victorious over whatever very, very ignorant street thugs thought to attack their HQ, but now it's spilled out into the streets and they're all also two gangs of six mooks and then there's her okay so there's there's she will act independently and then there's two groups of six so 13 overall no problem they're all heavily armed as mentioned they've all got you know guns knives batons etc one of the and now when it goes comes to the slots you can choose who goes in what slot so even though mark got four successes and so there's going to be a player slot of four it doesn't have to be mark that goes first and you can decide amongst yourselves each turn who's going to go when they have focus meaning when it's their turn so as we begin we're going to go with one enemy slot, in fact. Yep. So, it, so it's going to go like this. Enemy, player, enemy, enemy, player, 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 player. So for the, for the first enemy slot, I'm going to have one of the groups of mooks go first. And so you are all, you know, sort of spread out in your Avengers pose formation at the foot of the gangplank of your ship. You've run forward a little bit to set the scene. There's lots of high rise buildings around you. You're in kind of an office district. And so there is a bus of people that has stopped to observe this whole situation particularly because you've arrived on the scene oh, so you can see like there's people that have got their iPhones out and they're mm-hmm. filming it and like, like people are actually cheering because Cestus Pax is there and he doesn't come to all oh, these yeah. that's really him and also Team Tomorrow like you guys are really cool as well like everyone's really yeah fun. we are because there's not a lot of footage of you doing like you know battles in the street and such because you've been kept largely at the academy you've, you've done a lot of sort of covert stuff so this is just going to be a social media sensation so you know everyone get ready to update your instagrams after this but at the present time you have more important things to worry about like the fact that one of the groups is sort of surges forward and it looks like they are going to be going for hmm now as a group uh, who who amongst all of you would kind of be standing out in front like you yeah you okay great stuff uh so ben your sacrifice ben have it help yeah so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so maybe, maybe due to the fact that they don't want to accidentally shoot at Cestus Pax, they are going to run forward yeah. and they're actually going <laughs> to... If we don't shoot him, he's not allowed to attack us. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so, so, so the good news is that uh, they can attack you, but they can okay. attack you with melee weapons. All so right. they all they all pull out nightsticks and large combat knives, and they just rush forward. And these are all, you know, once again grizzled men and women that are wearing, you know, Kevlar and so forth. So they attack you as a group. What it, now? You are going to give me the first defensive roll of the game. Okay. And the way this works is your defense is one yep. plus whatever you choose as your attribute. Now, in theory, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be any of your resistance attributes. I personally, just to let call it out as a house rule, I will allow you to use any of your finesse attributes as well. Okay. So, you, so you, you can use dexterity, you can use your cunning, if you like, as long as you describe how you do defensive stuff. Uh, so one plus either resilience or finesse, you say. Mm. So I'm going to be using my stamina for this one. Okay, good. Yep, basically, it's going to be a lot of like straight on blocks trying to step in within the range of whatever melee stuff that they're doing. Cool. And yeah, trying to turn aside their blows by um, sheer brute force and weathering. Yeah, so they try they, they try to surround you and they lash out with well let's let's see how they go. So that is going to be an attack roll of five. Ooh, okay. Alright, uh, three successes. Three successes, okay, great. So that means that they hit you. Yep. And they are going to have two extra successes to, to work with. Now, do you have any armor? I do. Because they're, they're, they're trying to injure you, but um, but you know if you have armor, then they may not want to injure you. They might want to try to restrain you instead. So what armor rating do you have? Composite armor, which has a hard of one and a soft of one. Okay, interesting. So that would that, that would mean that they would need to do... Okay, so here's what they're going to do. They are going to not, not deal you an injury. They are going to basically subdue you and they're going to knock you prone and kind of restrain you. Okay. So you're going to have a complication of one mm-hmm. on anything that you choose to do unless you sort of buy that off but I guess mm-hmm. na- narratively what it is is one of them gets lucky and just kind of like slices at your hamstrings you move your leg but then the other one sweeps over and you just kind of clunk down on the ground mm-hmm. and then it takes all six of them to sort of pin you down but, yeah. and then they realise oh shit this one's really strong but for now six on one they seem to be doing okay for now though uh, that is then going to be whoever amongst you would like to go actually it's tempting to go first on this one, but this Alphatron does have that concern about his super strength, and he's in a position right now where he could possibly try to shrug people off, mm. but he doesn't want to necessarily do harm. Okay. So at this Aww. point, it's kind of just going to be looking for a way that he can like get out from underneath them without necessarily causing great injury upon them. So if someone else wants to take it, go for it. Yeah, so who, who, who would you like to go next? I have an idea, but um, it's going to be really spectacular. <laughs> Effort. Well, that just sounds like the best thing then. <laughs> well, that sounds, okay, because, that sounds great. All right. I, I really want to do this. Okay. So I want to jump into the fray, but I want to send Bowser, my, my, my papa, into the group of people that are holding Alphatron down. Okay. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. So you, yeah. So you Specifically, uh, I want him to like come up out of Alphatron into their faces. You can definitely do that. Charm bursting. Yeah. Yes. So Bowser. So you, <laughs> well, not chest burst, but. So we'll say that you pre-summoned Bowser. And oh, I always have him summoned. Of course. Yes. And so he's he's next to you. And so yes. he has his own stats. You'll yes. see that on your yes. character sheet. So basically, he Bells is just going to make an attack using his yep. dice pool. Yep. I also gain two enhancement. Bowser has two enhancement. Oh, no, no, no. This is an ability. I gain two enhancement in combat when assisting a member of Team Tomorrow. Uh, so that's oh, you. I have the same one. Yep, most of you do, I think. Oh, okay. You, that's you, all unit techniques. Yeah, because you're, yeah. Tra- you're trained that way. Like yeah. they, they, they train yeah. you to fight as a team, you know, because that's what they what they want you to do. So that's that's you, though, not, oh, not, okay. not, not Bowser. Um, so, now Bowser's got three dots next to, next to the name. Basically, your primary pool for Bowser is yep. six. 
So all that means is that when you're attacking, when you're hunting, you're biting, which is exactly what this is, you're just gonna go ahead and roll six dice. And that's it. You roll six dice and, that, and those are the successes. You can also act as well. Like okay. Bowser doesn't take like your turn. So you can also run forward and do something or help. Um. Okay, that's fine. Uh, one, two, three, four successes. Oh shit, okay, that's great. So just to let you know, yeah. their defense is one. Basically the number of the number of successes that you get is yeah. the number of gang members that you take out. So, so you so you took out four, which is nice. <laughs> um, so all the six that are holding down that are holding down Ben, you Bowser runs forward and just kind of like yep. well, like bowls into them, maybe grabs one of their arms, throws into the other one, you know, doing that whole attack dog thing. Yep, yep, yep. Fantastic. All right, good work. So yeah, Ben, you you feel relief as four of the six that are holding you down are sort of bowled over by a glowing green transparent energy dog. God, it's the weirdest looking. <laughs> He's cool. I love Bowser. Yeah, yeah. Bowser's MVP. So, uh, that is Bowser's turn. I think you can actually go yes. as well. So. Yeah, I may as well jump in too. I will. Now, I combine a skill with an attribute, don't I? You do. Yes. yes. Okay. So, I'm going to use close combat mm-hmm. and I'm going to use... Can I use dexterity? Of course you may. Yes. Okay. I mean, that's a that's kind of a simple yeah. one to justify, you know? You just kind of rush forward because you have a knife. Oh. Yeah. So, so generally speaking, Team Tomorrow wants you to be as non-lethal as possible. Think mm. of it like you're just general, you know, benevolent law enforcement. Yeah. You, you want to try to arrest these people and knock them mm. out if possible, but they are also quite practical. So, if it is life or death, then yes, obviously you can use lethal force, just like many security law enforcement people can use. Yes. Um, so three successes on that one there as I rush up, leap over Alphatron's body. Nice. And crack into, I'm going to assume the, the, the remaining two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, so you so you rush the the other two basically and you, and you just take those two out. Um, yeah. So are you just like using your knife to just kind of like block their weaponry and then punch them and headbutt them and knock them um, unconscious? Because you take them out in whatever yeah. manner you choose. Yeah, so, okay, I want to do it so that I jump, sock one in the throat, kick the other one in the chin. (laughs) Nice, that's awesome. All right, so you employ them moves. That's great. All right, good good work. So that that happens. That's really cool. And then it is going to be one of the enemy's turns then. One of the groups has been taken out, obviously, and that was the group that went first. Their their turn wouldn't be up anyway. So I'm going to say that it is now going to be the other mook group and they're going to run up and they are going to attack yourself okay Sam so um, yeah helping out their compatriots they are going to charge forward and they're probably actually I think now due to the fact that you demonstrated yourself as being quite dangerous Uh they and and due to the fact that you know all their friends around you are now unconscious they're actually just going to pull out their weaponry and they're going to shoot you okay or try to so you can you can give me a defensive roll please okay defensive roll how do we calculate that so it's one die plus either your resistance or finesse highest attribute oh so no it's not one die it's one so your defense is one success. Okay, yes. Oh, plus one success. plus uh, whatever you roll on your finesse or resistance. Do you automatically get one success? Yes. Because okay. so, um, your defense is one. Okay. And then and then any extra yeah. successes come from your roll. Got it. Okay. So let me write so, you, that down, so, so whatever's highest with your finesse. Is your dexterity particularly high? Dexterity, yes. So you might want to use dexterity. Yeah. Right. Okay, so I've got three successes. Great. So that basically makes your defense four, effectively. And so they just, you know, shoot at you. And now they do get four successes. But okay. what, do you have any armor? Yeah, I've got bulletproof armor. Great. And what's its soft rating? One. 
Great. So they, they don't they don't hurt you. Try they try to shoot you, um, and you mostly avoid. Like you most because you use dexterity, yeah, right? Yeah, so we'll yeah. say you do a cool, you know, duck and tumble. Maybe Bowser is kind of like rawr, 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 like <laughs> I don't know, distracting them somehow. But yeah. the point is, you you duck and roll. You catch one bullet in the upper chest, and it still hurts, yeah. but it does not deal any injuries to you. So we'll say you get you know because Kevlar doesn't uh, avoid a bullet doing damage to you. But yeah. we'll say it hurts a lot. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. don't you don't take an injury. Excellent work. Then the mercenary leader is going to basically press something on her ear mm-hmm. and starts to yell and then is going to run forward herself. So she is going to do a cool duck and roll and is going to basically come up behind a fire hydrant and is going to just like put her gigantic gun on top of that and is going to take a shot at somebody else. Who's behind Ben and Sam? I can be. Great. I'm sorry, Polestar. You're about to get it. You're about to get it good. So basically she's just going to lock her, you know, M60, her gigantic machine gun, and is going to unleash upon you. So that is going to be four successes. And so you're going to give me a defensive roll. While exerting the least amount of energy possible, they just kind of sidestep and yeah, basically just sidestep and reshape themselves around the attacks. Fantastic. I will now let you know that one of the things I'm going to be giving momentum out for is, uh, and you can do this on not even necessarily your turn, uh, shouting out cool teamwork superhero bants as, as you go about your task. Time to chill. Uh, one success. Okay, so that means it's yeah, plus one. And what is your what is your do you have any armor? One under soft. So soft is one. So okay, so she got four successes and she got that so there. Okay, great. So what this is gonna be is that uh, so do you have any do you have a weapon on your on your person? Do you have a knife or a pistol? Pistol. Great. She is actually going to, because because she has got a trick shooter, and, a, and, a, and for some reason, even with this absolutely fuck off huge machine gun, is actually very, very skilled, like almost supernaturally skilled at shooting. She is actually going to destroy both your armor and your gun. Like she mostly, uh... she, she hits you, she doesn't injure you. Like she knocks the wind out of you as, as it like tears off, like shoots through like bits of your armor, but your, your main Kevlar vest part basically falls off and then more importantly two of the stray bullets hit your pistol dead on and just not only shoot it out of your hand but basically shatter the gun so you are now unarmed and unarmored but you are otherwise unhurt which is i guess some compensation and so she looks very dangerous indeed and you think that she may in fact be more than just a baseline more importantly you now start to hear the pitter patter of little feet as far as more people running to join the fray now it's all you guys so who wants to go first out of those that are not active uh, i'll jump in do it just having seen that, mm. uh, I want to use my. See if I can use my quantum anima because it looks like I don't know if they're s- stabilizing the gun on the hydrant or just using it as like. It's it's very big, so she's kind of resting it on the yeah. hydrant, but but also so she can take cover behind the hydrant, yeah. obviously. Waste high wall. Uh, I just want to sort of pull the gun out of her hands. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Uprooting the hydrant, but I feel like this will be easier. No, that's a really cool maneuver. I like I like that a lot. So tell me, what is your you with your quantum anima with your power? Yeah. Just to give you an idea of like force and uh, and such. What 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 rank is it? Like what details does it give? Uh, so it's for moving stuff. It's might scale two. Oh, good. Good to know. Good to know. And it's the dice pool is quantum plus power. Yeah. So you're. I've got three quantum. And yeah. where do I find? So that, that power itself will have a rating. It'll, it'll be like quantum anima, anima 2 or 1 or whatever under the powers section. Oh, dots, I see. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so I've got three quantum and two animation. So that's a pool of five. And then I get, essentially I've got enhancement two on this. Oh, that's, that's awesome. 
that is two successes. Two successes? So that's four successes overall. Okay, great. So I will say, because the gang leader's defense is only two and you're not doing in any injury to her, you literally just yank the gun out of her hand. Where, where does the gun go? Uh, With those extra successes, I'll dictate that you can really choose where it goes to. I think, like, in the spur of the moment, like... Because you have might scale two, right? Yes. Yeah, so basically you are as strong as, like... A strong man. A strong man. So you're just think of like sort of Captain America in how big's the gun? I mean, it's it's a big gun, but you know you can you can throw it you know as far as you want really, or we'll, we'll move it to wherever you like. Okay, I'll, uh, put it in the ship if you like. Move it to me. <laughs> yeah, give it to, give it to a friend. <laughs> well, actually, gonna, no, we used to break have it. a gun. I was going to break it. You know, I'm a tech person, so yeah, I'll just pull it towards us. Yeah. Okay, great. So it, it's it's amongst your just group like now. Sk it like it lands and skids and sort of stops right in front of yeah. the So first of all, yeah, the bus full of people next by, including some people that have spilled out onto the streets and like I sort of next to the bus are just like yeah, like, like all, all these flashes of cameras go off. It looks really everyone's getting very excited. I consider using the illusion to hide myself, not from the enemies, uh -huh, right. from the onlookers. <laughs> nice. Okay, so due to the reaction of the onlookers, uh, Cestus Pax just kind of goes, "Great job! I'll keep them out of trouble. You keep it up." And just like starts to just wander down once again, not flying, just trying trying to be low key, you know. He just kind of like low key in his blue and gold spandex. <laughs> yeah, guy. sort of holds his hands up and says, "Okay, okay, just let them, let them, let them do their job, people. Let's try to move back." Okay. Anyway. Hi, Quick thing, scale two. Should have got a plus one auto success or enhancement. Yeah. So you should have actually. Yeah. Well, What's so up? five. So so it's, it's actually five. So for every scale above, like whatever you're doing, you actually get plus two enhancement. So the point is, you you oh, definitely pull the gun out. Plus two. Or plus also, there's plus two uh, for every that would have you, right? point of difference. Yeah. The initial mm -hmm. ball as well. No, that's all good. Okay, cool. So what that means is that you are going to choose who goes next. Either Nick or myself. Nick's got the gun, so uh, seems like you set set yourselves up for that. Yeah, I mean, you go for it, Nick. All right, you sure. Go, I mean, it doesn't even have to involve the gun, really. No, well, I'll... At this point. Yeah, I'll just turn the gun into a... I can either disarm it or make it explode when the next person tries to use it. Let's do that one. The next person tries to use it, it's going to explode on them. Oh, do like a sort of a super science-y thing, so you like yeah. just destabilize it and such? Yeah, That's essentially. That's really cool. So I've got a mental scale of four, and when encountering a task, <laughs> roll eight dice against the difficulty of the skill we used at the dice. All right, give me an intelligence and tech roll. That's... So it always add four to it then when it says scale of four. Mental, that's four successes that I automatically get. So just to be clear, you have a scale of four with what is it exactly? Mental scale of four. Okay. Holy so shit. they're very specific with what mental scale can be used for. Okay. Uh, just just because you know it's it's um, for balance reasons obviously. So let me just let me just. You have a supercomputer for a brain. Yes. According to the examples. And I also have a special yeah. technology broken items. So. Yeah, I guess you are like deliberately breaking it. Look, either way, I'm rolling nine die. So yeah. I think the mental scale probably. Doesn't like, I think this is going to do what you want it to do. I'm going to say that what you're trying to do, uh, let, let, let's give it like a difficulty of four. Yeah. Okay. So, actually, that's pretty brutal. Difficulty three. I still passed. Great. <laughs> okay, so the point if is... If you add four scale to it, then I'd mega pass. But, but how many successes did you get? Because four. what I'll do is I'll translate those extra successes is... into extra like... Uh, uh, eight uh, overall. Okay. <laughs> Nice. Okay, so so you quickly grab this gun, and we'll say that you just kind of do like you, you whip out a tool and just do a, a couple of quick little tinkery things to it, and then just sort of throw it aside, making it, it look like. And I'll be like dismissively, kind of be like, just throw it in front of me, like, Ugh, like I've broken it. Oh, okay, cool. That's awesome. Like this is disabled or whatever, and then I like that. That's really great. That's gonna pay off. All right, so then uh, Ben, has, okay, has to be you, son. Indeed. So there's only really one enemy. I hear the sound of others about to join, but it sounds like there's only just the one by the fire hydrant. 
Um, actually, sorry, Ben and Nadia are both left. Ooh, Nadia. Yeah. One shot. But no, no, you, you go if you want to go first. No, no. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Either or. I, I, I didn't, yeah, I, I got that wrong, pardon me. That's right. All right, so if you're cool with me going then. Uh, okay, so if it's just the one enemy that we're dealing with then. It is, uh, so first of all, there's another group of six and then there is the squad leader. Yep. And then there is also another squad. Yep. You can clearly hear the sounds another of, an, of another okay, squad. So they're they're coming down an, alley, an alleyway nearby. All right, cool. All right, I would like to take, basically there's, a, there's enough uh, debris and detritus about the place. Yes. And these guys are well armed at this point. They like, are. We've seen a sniper rifle at least and more guns and such besides. Yes. So I'm looking to create uh, an enhancement, a defensive enhancement in the form of some sort of like barrier. In this case, taking debris from around the place. So a bunch of billboards about the place, I'm pretty confident. Uh, yes, why not? All right, so I'm going to grab one of the um, billboards, which yeah. is probably for something that Team Tomorrow is uh, a sponsor of. Yeah, absolutely. We'll say it's like some superhero energy drink, basically, some superhero themed energy drink. Nova Coal. Yeah, I imagine that I'm going to have to- It erupts with flavor. Nice, well done. Thanks. That's good. Gross. <laughs> uh, I imagine it's going to take more than scale two strong man in order to uh, take this thing off his hinges. I mean, it's ripping a sign out. I, I yeah. reckon a strong man could do that. Like you're ripping you essentially, think? A, like like you're ripping a. It'd be like ripping a thing out of a buster. If you get enough successes, I say you can do it. So I might spend some quantum for this one. Yeah, no, you, or, or you can do that, of course. Yeah. Yes. All right, so I'm going to spend some quantum on a one for one scale, and I'm going to uh, up my scale from two to four. For reference, four is like a wrecking ball. Uh, that's five actually. Mobile suit or forklift um, for four. Yeah, so you're very, very superhumanly strong now. Is there a limit in the number of quantum that I can spend in one turn? That is a good question. So I have three quantum. I wonder if that's the threshold. So up to a maximum of your quantum rating. Had a feeling. All right, in that case, sorry, I'll take it to three then, which is gorilla. Okay. Uh, I'm so you're as strong as a gorilla. A gorilla could definitely rip out a sign and throw it. All right, sweet. So I'm going to spend the other two points of quantum onto flight, which is going to give you the height in order to grab this thing. Good. All right. Okay. And then, yeah, basically what I'm looking to do is create essentially a defensive asset or a complication for them to have to, you know, get around or shoot around. Oh, nice. Okay. So not not necessarily, not trying to uh, damage them, but just kind of create a, a, a complication for them, basically. Basically, yeah. That's awesome. And this is on the group. Is that right? Uh, yeah. So anybody who's in proximity to the plane, okay. which I think is pretty much everyone. Maddie, are you there as well? Where was I? I was just behind these two. Yeah. So you haven't mm-hmm. acted yet. So you'd be in theory, yeah, potentially covered by this thing. You're creating cover for your companions. companions. That's awesome. Alright, so that is going to be uh, Might and I presume Athletics? Yes. For purposes of this, how does scale translate in terms of um, enhancements? It depends, because realistically... You you so you have you you have might and that just gives you scale when you're you know doing stuff. So what what will your ultimately what will your scale be? Bear, bear, bear scale be three. Yeah, bear in mind you start at scale one. Like the yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So, so I started, sorry, my mega strength start or mega might starts at scale two and I'm adding one to it, so that makes it the scale three. Great. So you'll have enhancement of four on one on, on this. So seven successes then. Nice. So you create this really really big barrier, um, and so this is going to be a, uh, an excellent complication for anybody that is going to try to you know make attacks or even get to you frankly so Mm -hmm. that's gonna be really good uh nadia you're the one left over i'd like to try to do something to use that ability where i help my friends cool small unit tactics so is it possible to try to use my quantum attack oh at 100 it is yeah one 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 hundred percent you can yes so use two quantum points for that 
spends an entire round spraying the attack over an area affecting every target within close range of the primary target. Make a separate non-mixed roll six dice against each target in this area. You may choose either the inflict damage or the pin down stunt separately on each of the secondary targets. But it also subtracts one from my defense for the round. Okay, so that's good to know. And that means that you'll be able to target both the leader and the group. So I assume I just roll six dice. Yep, but you roll it twice. One for the leader and one for the group. Okay, and that's that's just a flat dice roll. I don't use skills or attributes or anything like that. Because it's a power, mm. it's 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 just whatever it says yeah. in the power thing. Like they, they should pre-calculate it all for you. One, two... It's from seven and up, yes? Yes. So two successes on the first one. Okay, now was that against the group or against the... Against uh, her. Against her? The person okay. that attacked me. So that will deal her an injury condition, if you if you so choose. Uh, y- yes. Great. So yeah, so you basically, uh, you hurt her. Okay, so describe your attack. It's like a void power, is that right? Yeah, basically, I, I kind of think that it's a... It's almost like, you know, a band of, like, Vanta Black that kind of... <laughs> comes out from their hand and like wraps around their body. Uh, And I think it's just like this combination of like searing cold, but also just nothingness. And it actually like leaves a a feeling of like hopelessness on anybody that it touches as well. Except Amish Kapoor. That's awesome. I like it. <laughs> Everybody can be touched by this power. He's not allowed to be affected by this power. So she, she, basically she yells out in pain as her gigantically muscled left arm basically just gets obviously some some hurt put upon it and sort of goes dead, I guess. And then on the second roll for the that group, three. So I've rolled a three already with the ten. Oh, wow. And then four... Five, five successes on the group. Okay, so basically you take out five of the six members. Um, so your void just kind of like blasts them all down and they're all unconscious and cold. And you can just sort of see them shivering there on the ground. That's awesome. Well done. Extremely well done. Okay, so now top of the round. And first of all, there is a new group that emerge out of the alleyway. And you can see that a couple of them have got some slightly heavier weaponry. So for example, it's still a group of six, but one of them have, has got grenades and the other one has got clearly what looks to be like a rocket launcher Mm. and is, you know, just kind of sitting there like looking at and kind of like, you know, aiming it at the plane. Now, what happens here is very interesting. So at the present time, uh, Cestus Pax has just kind of been sitting around looking very casual, like not hit by straight bullets. He's just kind of been sort of sitting back and just kind of occasionally giving like the occasional sort of a smile and a big gregarious wave to some of the passersby. And then when he sees the rocket launcher like aiming at your plane, he just goes like, oh, and like grabs the bus full of people. And throws the bus full, like just like slides it along the ground and it charges forward, like it smashes through a telegraph pole. The mercenary leader just manages to roll out of the way as it hits the alleyway full of people. You can just see the blood splatter as it kills all six of the mercenaries, including the one that has the rocket launcher, which then detonates and blows up like the, like the, like explodes next to the front of the bus. People in the streets start to scream as this obviously explodes. And basically the people in the bus are now crunched into this alleyway and the bus, they're, they're all unhurt so far, except for I me, mean, a little rattled. But, but basically like you can see that the windows are smashed and now the bus is on fire and the grenades haven't even detonated yet. And he does that like really quite casually and just sort of says like, oh, <laughs> He's like, it's okay, people. He had a rocket launcher. Come on, hurry this up. And then just goes back and says, he says, didn't mean to intercede. You're doing great. I just want to 
We just wanted to protect the plane. Okay. And then, yeah, so that, that happens. Um, How out of character is this? Um, extraordinarily. This, yeah, very, very weird. He doesn't, like, he's sort of a... It isn't he doesn't kill, it's just he, he barely needs to. He's one of those superheroes who has a no-kill policy because they can afford to be, because he's basically Superman, so he can normally sort of like, generally speaking for PR reasons. This he, isn't he, great PR, Tom. And no, and, and Team Tomorrow have got a really, really strict like, hey, watch collateral damage, you know, don't do this whole thing. I mean, like, maybe it's a reflex because they burst onto the scene with a rocket launcher and such, and like, they are criminals, but man, that's, uh, that's not good. So, um, however, you have other problems to, to worry about because then... Wait, They're going. No, that's, that, that's their turn. Yeah, so she, she, the mercenary leader, now is desperate. Even though it's putting herself potentially into open fire, she is going to run directly for that gun that she lost and that yeah. Nick has tampered with. Runs to it, does a, <laughs> I love it, does a cool little commando roll, picks it up like... And then goes to shoot. Now is going to go to shoot Cestus Pax and is not worrying about it. But then the gun... How many successes did you get? Eight. It so, implodes. It's like a... You know, the black, you know, the... <laughs> takes, like, you know, maybe bits of her hands with her. <laughs> um, what else, we'll say, because, okay, so basically, the gun, like, just... Well, because you just wanted to make it explode, right? Like Implode, I've changed my mind, I wanted to implode. Alright, so... Like a void, like a quantum void thing. <laughs> Um, so we'll say it takes her out, but hang on, it's a timeout, because you, you don't actually have, like, supernatural tech powers, like, mm. you can't give it a power, but you can make no. the gun, you make the gun, like, chemically malfunction to, oh. to the point where it blows up. Like, we'll say that it, we'll, we'll say, we'll say it blows up. It hits her armor, maybe, like, gives her some wounds and such, but we'll say that she's alive. Like, you, you at least are doing the mandate of taking them non-lethally, um, but she's blown back and she's just taken out. All right, then. There is one mercenary left, so who wants to go next? I'm probably more concerned about the bus. Yeah. That's a whole, and that's a separate problem. So basically, there, there is a bus now with what looks to be about 20 people in it. Yeah. Uh, it is on fire. Yep. And you can see that at least a couple of them are unconscious, uh, but you think everyone's alive. Like, like the bus, you know, momentum and such meant that the poor souls that were hit by the bus have been splattered, but the actual bus driver looks unconscious, and, you know, there you go. What do you do? If everyone else is cool, I wouldn't mind taking this one. There you go. Is it better? I was going to yell at you to go for the bus. Yeah, well, if you, you want to do that, by all means do, because I think we're all a little bit stunned on this one. Yeah. Um... So the so the burning bus is a zone. Yeah. Like it's kind of a, a thing. It's a it's a two complication. Yeah. To any movement and physical actions taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, if you fail to buy off the complication, you can either suffer yeah. an injury condition, etc. But no, it's definitely something you can overcome. All right. Um, <laughs> you know, so be much you call that for me to do it, and then I'll do it. It's either that or. I could go for the group, for the group of mooks. I'll take care of the bus first, and then you go. But, no, there's, there's one. There's yeah, one I know, I know. Remaining. This is this is only how... one. Yeah. Yeah. Because the group, the new group that appeared has been splattered by yeah. this bus. Yes. So actually, what I'll what I'll spell out is that there's basically sort of like three problems with yeah. the bus. Number one, there's getting the people out of the bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number two, there's putting up the fire. Yeah. yeah. And number three, there is potentially removing the explosives, like the grenades that are underneath the bus. And and I guess putting up the fire could probably solve that as well. But just in case, you may also want to just get the grenades yeah. away, if that makes sense. So does my flight remain in effect for the scene or do I have to pay for it each turn? No, no, it's, it's for the scene. Sweet. All right. I would like very much to up my lifting ability to scale three. Okay. Which is going to be something to the extent of... I think we established forklift. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's going to be enough to lift a bus, but um, be nice if it was. You could roll over a bus. You could definitely rip open the side of the bus. 
Uh, Actually, no, that is going to be Gorilla, unfortunately. Uh, so let's see, Mega Lifting. Uh, one to one base is up to three for the purposes of lifting inanimate objects. So, oh. yeah, might is. Scout Light 3 is a Gorilla, so no, I will not be able to lift a bus. Okay. But I can probably tear open a bus. You can, yeah. you can definitely tear open a bus, yeah, yeah, for all sure. Right, so I'm heading for the back, ideally as far away from the flames as I can. It's where oh. all the people are anyway. Luckily, luckily, people in the bus that can move that are yeah. unconscious are, have all sort of scrambled Ooh. to the back of the bus. Cool. There's a couple unfortunates who are unconscious and right near the burning part, which is including the driver. <laughs> All right. But um, the good news is you could you could just tear up in the back of the bus. Right, I would very much like to do that, and I'll go through the flames much to do that, but I am flying, so that helps. Okay. Now, let's say yep. that it's going to be basically difficulty three yep. to rip the doors open. Yep. Okay. And then any extra success you can actually then use to basically just absolutely secure X number of people. Got it. You know? Um, yeah. So and is the complication as well something I'm going to have to... Um, yeah, if, if you don't buy that off, you're going to take an injury condition from the flames. Understood. All right. Cool. In that case, I would like very much to do that. It's possible I can spend some momentum as well. Oh, I can do that after the roll, can't I? You can. Yes. All right. Excellent. So I'm rolling, I assume, athletics and uh, might. Yes. All right. And I spent three quantum in which to do this. All right. So there's going to be two successes plus uh, my scale, which is up to three, which is going to be six successes, eight successes in which to do this. Okay. Very good. All right, so that that's brilliant. So you you easily tear the tear the whole back of the bus open. Yep. Uh, and we'll just say that you you know grab three or four people and just kind of gently you know move them out of the way. You help cool. them off the bus. Help them off the bus. Basically, it's all but about three or four. I'll say definitively, there's four people left on the bus, mm-hmm. two of which are unconscious, and two are just a bit slower. And it just kind of like you know uh, like like an elderly person and like a smaller child. Uh, who wants to go next? There's still three people on the bus, including the driver, mm-hmm. who need to be saved. There's also like the flames because. Because if this bus doesn't get put out, it's going to cause more damage potentially to other people. Who knows? One of the mercenaries could still be alive if you care about that. Probably do something with the shroud power that I have. Yeah, my powers aren't super useful right now unless you want me to forcibly pull the bus back out. But that doesn't really solve any of the problems. Well, don't forget, literally anyone can run forward and just like just like just like a fiery, you know, pull someone off the burning bus. Like that could be yeah. just a, a general you can get hero out of the bus. A general hero thing that you do. Or if someone wants to be super brave, they can run forward and grab the bandolier of grenades and that's also a take that up the alleyway yes. type. Or just or if there's any mundane way that you can think of to put a fire out, you certainly can. But yeah, I mean there is a fire hydrant nearby. There is also true. Almost like I mentioned that earlier for a reason. Huh. Yeah. You have telekinetic powers, ah, right? Shadow uh sure, more or less. More or less. Uh, if we form. team up, I'm pretty sure we could, uh, you with know... With our put, powers combined. Yeah, with our powers combined, we could create an oxygen-free environment around the flames to put them out like there that. Are, isn't, aren't there people also near the flames? The flames are down the bottom. People are on the bus. Yes. If you create a super-low oxygen environment... with how my, do I, how do I, And how would I create a super-low oxygen environment? Depends on what your telekinesis is, or with the void powers. I think with I can move just, objects, Nick. I can't move <laughs> Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty specific. I can't, so move, think all, I can't move all air. As an object. <laughs> so it depends on... On, on how you want to define yeah. this, but this only says that the shroud is uh, darkness and silence. So it doesn't say that it what is about actually your void. void. Well, that's kind of something like a flavor that I've been putting on it, but yeah. isn't necessarily part of it. It's an attack power, but yeah. I mean, um, give me physics at four. I'll try and find a physics answer. <laughs> yeah. I've got like some free running type stuff. So maybe I could try to just get up there, get to someone and pull them down. Yeah. That'll give you an enhancement to get to people quicker, to get through yeah. the bus, through the burning bus, you know, without, without, you know, like I'll injuring do that yourself. Then. What does your free running give you? Because that could definitely be used to avoid the fire comp- Complication. Reduces and all complications that arise from moving at their top speed by e. one. 
That's, yeah, I'll definitely allow that because you're moving through dangerous terrain. So that's, yeah, great. That's awesome. So what skill would I be using for that? Well, I, I definitely think athletics and yeah. then whatever. I've got athletics running. So specialties are a bit weird in the system where they don't apply to mm. the skill. They only apply to a different skill. But it, the, the point is, it means you're good at it. So. so that gives me three for skills. The attribute that I would use. I, I think like intelligence, cunning or dexterity, like one of the one of those things. But up to you. I was going to use composure because essentially you're running yeah. through flames and Keeping you cool. need to make sure that you do this properly and don't oh. panic in order to do it successfully. I like that. That's perfect. That makes perfect sense to me. Okay. Keep calm. As all... Uh, no successes. <laughs> is there any re-rolls? There's momentum. You have momentum. And you've got a one too, which is actually a critical... Uh... Oh, so, yeah. So, okay. So I can't re-roll, but I can only roll new d- more dice. You can add... Okay? Can if I you... spend two? Yeah, go for it. That's really bad roll. <laughs> Be awesome. Hey. Um, I got a ten, so that's one success. One success. What okay. are the rules, though, for botches when it comes to momentum? Well, it's not a botch because she, if you if you then spend momentum to make it a success, then okay. it's still a success. Right. Um, but, sure. you know. Um, but, but if you... Yeah, if you have a specialty and you fail and you, and you botch, then actually it's three momentum that you get. So, mm-hmm. Nadia, yes. so your total success is a one. Mm-hmm. Do you have any enhancement? I'll, I'll give you enhancement just because you've got free running and such, right? So that's... And, and, and actually, Ben have, would have had some extra successes in, oh, his, in his role for that. So what was your total successes, Eight. Ben? Eight. Okay, you know what? I'm going to say retroactively that Ben granted you enhancement of three on his role to start the process of getting the bus open and people ripping open the bus creating a ramp that yeah. will allow you I mean, to I'm not going to say no so. yeah basically that gives you five successes so now do you want to rescue the bus driver the elderly person or the child you can choose two of those three ooh trolley problem <laughs> it, is, it is the trolley problem it's the bus problem <laughs> um I will is there anybody so what state are they all in the bus driver is unconscious and bleeding from the head yeah the old woman and the child are perfectly fine the, so I'm going to get the bus Bus driver. Okay. And then while I'm getting the bus driver, I'm just going to say, get ready to, to the child and the older lady. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, help each other um, start to move um, out of the bus. Okay. Now, when you're up the front, when you're grabbing the bus driver, mm-hmm. out of the shattered window that is crumpled against the inside of the alleyway, you hear groaning. Looking down, you can see that one of the mercenaries, just a middle-aged Ethiopian woman whose helmet has now come off, is basically partially crushed under the bus in her, in her leg has obviously been crushed but she's alive and she's just sort of sitting there very wounded you know and she's like ah ah so it's up to you how you feel about rescuing a bad guy or letting anyone know well, about that. Well, I can that, only rescue one person. I'm certainly not going to rescue the bad guy. No, that's very that's very true. But just something to bear in mind, at least one of the mercenaries, one of the criminals, one of the Emerald Eye gang is also still alive and partially crushed under the bus. Well, which I'll only... just yell that out to other people and, and okay. so that everybody else knows as well. That mm-hmm. is very fair. Okay, so the bus driver, as mentioned, he, he's just like a middle-aged, slightly overweight Ethiopian guy. You grab him out of the bus, t- take him to safety, um, he's unconscious, but he, he looks stable from what you can mm-hmm. tell. Good turn. Who's next? We've still got the mercenary so, group. So fire. On left. Yep. Mercenary. Grenades. And the other two people on the bus. The grenades aren't primed, right? They're just in a danger zone. No, but you don't know what other, what other explosives they might have as well. Okay. You know, like, for example, the rocket launcher might have had other rockets that they didn't fire. Look, I might just go for the group. The mercenaries. Mm. So the mercenary, there's one single mercenary left. Oh, okay. Who has, who has surrendered. Like, he's, he's the only one left. He has, he has, dro- he has oh, okay. dropped his gun, is holding his hand. So there are no more enemies. Oh, okay. There's, there's just this situation. Oh, just the bus. Yeah. Okay. Bus and the grenades. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. Okay. 
Okay. Then the bus. So the, trying to put the fire out? Uh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, great. How how do? How do? Fire hydrant. Great. Okay. So you run to the fire hydrant and are going to yep. try to pop it open and yeah, such? Yeah, just take, I don't know, like a, take something to kind of crack the, because I think there's like a, so now here's wow, the thing. I've never seen a fire hydrant. <laughs> no, 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 that's okay. So you, so you can, so you can pop the thing open, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And that'll spray it out onto the road, but it's not really going to be in the direction of the bus. But you do know that you have companions who have got powers and abilities and things that yeah. they might they might be able to use then to direct the water. So if you like, what you can do yeah. is you can do like an assist. Okay. Okay. So for anybody after you that then wants to try to put the fire out with the water, you could just try to get the water flowing so well that yep. you know they can do it. You know, you you take away one part of the problem, one part of the process for them. And so yeah, it would just be almost anything. It could be just dexterity and athletics, just to you know how quickly you can pop the yep. pop the fire hydrant open and get the water running. Yeah. So it might be that. Okay. Who? who? Or, or dexterity. It could be might. It could be might. It could be cunning. It could be anything really. Just flexibility. Uh, would allow you to allow him to possibly redirect the water. Yeah, so he can use telekinesis then just to redirect. You know, I mean, like just to redirect the. Sorry, using telekinesis. Telekinesis to redirect the water toward the bus to put out the fire. You can definitely do that. And then whatever successes you roll here, that's enhancement for Mark. Yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. To, to, the to judge is giving us the thumbs up. Yeah, I was just saying, this is cute. So you can move. I mean, telekinesis can move. Oh, I knew you were going to say I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I mean, it's as much as an object as any other item. Well, I think the water's a bit easier to see when it's there as opposed to air. Oh, lovely. It's it's think of like hands of air. So it's, 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 more, it's more over. It's more interactable. You know, think. Yeah. You can pick up things. You can move yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's more like there's a difference between being like and then being like. It's like the way you. Can, it's like the way you can oh, grapple. You can use grappling to avoid being telekinetically lifted because it's not like you're lifting them from the inside out. You're like it's kind of you're grabbing them, picking them up, so you can you wriggle yeah. out, wriggle out of a, the, the hardened air around you. You know. If that's okay with you, Mark. Yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. So I will be helping you with four successes. Nice. So that means that Mark, you will have uh, an enhancement of four. Do you, do you want to roll oh. it straight? Oh yes. I'm sorry. Could I also command Bowser to do something? You can. Yes. Okay. Kill. Cool. So no. <laughs> Bowser. Bowser could get out of the room. You no. can get Bowser to. You can get Bowser to run up and drag someone to yeah. safety. Maybe? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was what I was going to do. Um, <laughs> maybe the mercenary, because you don't worry about being gentle. Oh. Well, the mercenary's trapped. Bowser couldn't really pull her to safety unless he pulled her leg off. Uh, okay. Um, actually, I was going to send him That's into the right. bus yep. to get one of the people in the bus. Nice. Yeah. Is he going to grab the old lady or grab the child? Child. Right. So, so okay. So, a 10-year-old boy is just looking very, it, very... Easy, easier to pull. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Bowser... Well, we'll say that, like... So, Bowser goes in. The child looks up in fear. We'll say that Bowser, like, goes to <laughs> grab his shirt and the kid just kind of, like, maybe grabs Bowser and just kind of hugs him and says, Climbs on his back, was, and then yeah. Bowser runs in, runs into safety. That's a nice image. All the all the, all the child is like, ah, and then Bowser just plonks his butt down and goes, "Wolf." <laughs> That's cute. I like that. Okay, kid is kid is now brought to safety. Mark, do you want to go ahead and just do your? I mean, yeah, right. crap. So how many extra enhancements do I have on top of this? So you have four. 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 What I'll say is, it's difficulty three to put out the fire. It's pretty hard. It's a raging gas fire. I mean, if I get a single success here. Yeah, but also, there's also the complication of putting it out quick enough that it also does not have any threat of setting off any of the explosives that are left up as well. And that's going to be a complication of two. So, so your, your odds are still very good that you'll... Two successes solve. plus four plus... Uh, that's a total of nine overall. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. All right, so yeah, you, you easily solve this issue. Okay, so you, you put the fire out completely, you douse it. You also douse underneath just to make sure that there's nothing lingering yeah. that could potentially set off this. It's just like a hand over the edge of a hose, just kind of fanning yeah. it, spraying it. I like it. Actually, with that, yeah, so with that, you could even use the water to sort of push the bandolier of grenades up the alleyway a little yeah. bit. So yeah, that, that works out very well. Okay, and I think Nick is the last person. There is an old woman on the bus. Which, you know, she's now kind of okay, but she still needs to be rescued, potentially. There's also the mercenary that is trapped under the bus, and that's it. Alright. And the grades are all fine now? The what, sorry? The grenades are all fine now? The grades. The grenades. Oh, the grenades. Yeah, the grenades are, well, the grenades are up the alleyway, at least. Yeah. Alright, they're they're away from the bus. I'll just go help an old woman off the bus. Great. So you you route to her, grab the old woman, help her off the bus, basically. Do you find and carry her? No. She can walk. Step, come on, Grandma, step. Okay, she's like, okay, okay, okay. And just sort of leave. You you lead her off the bus to safety. That pretty much solved that, honestly. Uh, By now, police and other officials are on the scene. Cess's pack just kind of like claps and says, Okay, very well done. Awesome work, awesome work. Okay, let's get back to it. Come on, chop chop. Good hustle. Runs onto the plane and just gets in, just gets in the driver's seat. Oh, I am still on the ground. Mm-hmm. Let local authorities do clean up, people. Come on. Uh, I'll get back on the plane. Okay, cool. You're, I see you looking at me and yeah, I know I'm going <laughs> to. Is he on? So he's, on, so he's pretty much just on, on the plane right now. Hmm. Yeah, he's bounded on as if nothing went wrong. All right, I need to, I storm onto the plane. Okay, you just, you storm onto the plane. Uh, now, dear Mark, you also get on the plane. Do you, do you say anything to each other and such? Not here. Not you can Superman see- with his super hearing sitting right there. <laughs> it looks like I'm going to have words with him. As in, like, I'm going to confront him over it. So if there's anything you guys want to say before, no, then feel free. Does anybody want to talk Ben out of uh, hot-headedly berating your, your, your mentor and employer? Oh, God. Nope. I'm independently I'm definitely the kind of person who would just, like, watch. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, Come on, yes. we are all teenagers. Yes, do it. We will just watch this train wreck happening. <laughs> nice. Okay, great. Good times. Thanks for listening to Shared Sagas. All music on the show is used under Creative Commons. Check the episode notes for full details.